0: Welcome to the Essential Artistry Podcast, Exploring Erotic Awakenings and Liberated Love. I'm your host, Luna Agnea, essential Arts and Intimacy Facilitator, Relationship Coach, Tantrika, and Artist with a Passion for the Path of Liberation Through Love. In this podcast, you will receive first-hand stories of sacred erotic awakenings, Transformational experiences and love that goes beyond limits. This podcast is here to inspire, educate, and awaken your own sensual artists because when you liberate your eros, you liberate your alive. Today's episode is an outtake from the Sex and Love Satsang, which is a new free monthly offering that I'm doing
1: in the sensual artist community, which you can get access to through my website. It's a space where each month I start talking about some relating principles and approaches and then invite Q&A and discussion based around those or people's lives so you can bring your own relationship queries Along for it. So yeah, enjoy this section of the replay. Uh, if you want to go on the site, you can find the replay that will have also the Q and a and some guided meditation. Yeah, today I yeah I was feeling into what topic to discuss and I yes, I mean you know I'm writing a book at the moment. And so my partner was suggesting like, well, what chapters have you just been writing about in your book? Maybe (laughs) bring that in. So um, I was just doing a chapter on the energy body and the link between the nervous system and the energy body and how we become more sensitized in our bodies uh, when we activate our energy body. And yeah, I have just found it so fascinating in my explorations of both tantra and somatic work, how much everything just laps over quite beautifully, not always a hundred percent, but there are a lot of overlaps and practices that we do in somatics that we understand is about working with the nervous system and uh, working with the, the breath and the body and how that affects our states of alertness or relaxation, and how we process trauma. And then it's, yeah, a lot of similarities when we're doing energy body work in the yogic tantric kind of traditions. And, you know, I started doing a little bit of research, seeing what other people also uh, are looking at this link and seeing that, you know, there's even been more scientific studies and people exploring these overlaps and the kind of idea that actually the chakra system and the nadi system and stuff was basically an ancient map of the nervous system and we find that it really overlaps like yogis when they're breathing we talk about these um, different channels the ida and pingala the moonlight and sunlight channels and lot of things they describe about it are very much this sympathetic parasympathetic and when you look at maps of the nervous system there are these channels um and yeah different branches of the nervous system the sympathetic and parasympathetic and you know so it really seems like these yogis were really feeling into their bodies and feeling into their nervous system and noticing you know when you breathe through this nose or this nose you breathe fast or slow whatever then it brings you into these different states of sympathetic and parasympathetic and that this is why yogis kind of had these superpowers because this nervous system is the autonomic nervous system which is usually yeah your things that are functioning without your conscious control and yeah then we are learning how to kind of tap into the system and be able to have some conscious control, to be able to shift from sympathetic to parasympathetic or parasympathetic to sympathetic. And that, yeah, when you gain control over the nervous system and you're not always going to be in control of it, otherwise that would be a bit exhausting. You'd be having to focus all the time. Um, But to be able to have a level of that control uh, allows us to do really interesting things with our body and have better control over our health and also to be able to explore a connection with other people and yeah, also in somatics, we talk a lot about like co-regulation and attunement in the way that our nervous system syncs with other people's nervous system, that they're designed to be in connection, these systems. Um, we you know learn a lot about our nervous system as a child through our parents and through closeness and contact. That's how we you know, learn to actually function with our nervous system so uh, this is why a lot of us have some issues because maybe our parents were like really stressed and really dysregulated and really struggling because of you know capitalism and modern life and uh, they're not able to be as like relaxed and open and connected as we need to develop a healthy nervous system so then we end up with dysregulation and issues um, that then we can later fix and change through doing nervous system practices but yeah we see that there's there's work that we can do in our own body and in our own nervous system that is working with our emotions and also changes the quality of our thoughts like if you're really dysregulated your thoughts will be more erratic and loud and chattery while when you're more settled then they tend to you know be a little bit more like clouds in the sky and and not so loud and anxious and uh so yeah we can learn to regulate our nervous system then we can also come into connection with other nervous systems and you know because this is the sex and love satsang. I wanted to talk a little bit about yeah more that connection side of things rather than the the solo I talk quite a bit about the solo one in both essentialist essentials and in deep self-worship. So if you're, you know, really interested in doing practices for that, then you can check out either of those courses. And yeah, there's a lot of fun you can have with connecting your energy body and your partner's energy body, which is where we get into erotic energy play, energy orgasms, and uh, also this kind of transcendent sexual experiences where we are connecting our energy bodies as well as our physical bodies or maybe without our physical bodies so this is what most people will see as the difference between like kind of normal sex or when we go into like tantric sex or spiritual sex is that like the standard default way of having sex is physical body to physical body. And people are connecting based on the sensations of their
0: skin
1: and building friction and heat. And a lot of the time there might be like the mental emotional body. A lot of people will be uh, getting off on like maybe the visuals of it, uh, maybe the validation that they're getting from it, maybe uh, the The pleasure of like the conquest of like oh I really wanted that person and now I have them so there can be the emotional body will also usually be linked but most people's focus will be on the physical body and so yeah a lot of people kind of will know about the koshas if you're into yoga these different layers of the body Um, and in the tantric system it's similar but a little bit different so people often get them a bit mixed up but uh we say that you know the first layer is the physical body and that's like the most obvious layer and then in the tantric model then we have the mental emotional body then we have the subtle uh energy body which is the prana so that's more like your connective tissue and like uh, as well like your cell functions and just your life force energy like your general energy and then we have the void and then the the innermost layer is our essence nature, which like other traditions might say that the void and the empty consciousness is your ultimate nature. That in Tantra, we say that there's that's act like one layer, but then actually the deeper layer is a more dynamic, alive, pulsating aliveness that expands and contracts and holds duality and non-duality at the same time and uh, is this way that the void moves into expression through the body and through life so it's a bit more of a body embracing version of uh, a soul compared to some other indian traditions where you know it's all about like becoming the empty space and that's the final goal um, so tantra is like goes a bit further into like embodying the void through your manifestation so anyway, most people kind of operating just on physical body, maybe if they let themselves <laughs> have the emotional body and there's definitely going to be thoughts involved. So there's kind of like those two bodies involved in sex. And yogis and sacred sexuality practitioners, we're getting all of the bodies involved and we're we're bringing all these aspects of the self into it, which means that you have to have access to those aspects of the self individually. Um, some people will experience like the void spontaneously during sex like that's kind of what orgasm does to us is that we'll why people get a a bit addicted to orgasm because it gives you a taste of this more expanded version of self like that isn't just confined to the body but most people at that point of orgasm feel that expansion and that limitlessness of the self and so that's why people like Craig, are like more orgasms, more sex, more sex, because they, they want to know that space and yogis just get to it through meditation and through other practices. And, uh, you know, sex is one gateway into it, but you know, you learn that you can access that all the time, not just through sex, uh, which is what helps you get over that craving and that obsessive, um, nature of trying to get to that peak state when you can access it, you know, pretty much whenever you want through your spiritual practice. So that's why, you know, having practices that get you there are really important to help pull away from those chasing, craving, grasping, uh, aspects that humans can have, uh, trying to, trying to get to that state that we really want, (laughs) that limitless, non dual beautiful, blissful state. So when we're bringing our full selves into our erotic encounters, then we're, you know, needing to be present because so obviously the the state of our consciousness is going to affect that. So this is where, you know, yeah, again, like having a meditative practice and being able to let go of all the thoughts and stories so if we're just stuck in the mind layer and uh, or stuck in our emotions, then we're not going to be able to get to that deeper layer of presence and you know that more resting awareness. So we have to you know be able to like let go of our stories and our thoughts and our attachment to our thoughts, be able to digest our emotions and not be controlled by them so that's also why I'm really big on teaching like emotional alchemy and emotional regulation because if your emotions are in control of you then you're not going to be able to have the presence you need to really show up in relationship or in life so yeah we come into presence and then we start to tap in through our breath and our awareness we start to tap into the subtle energy aspects of our body and of our being and you know once we're moving energy through our body we can start to also move it through our partner's body and they can play with our energy and yeah this is the kind of thing that like you just have to experience to really get it because yeah it just sounds like this hippie woo-woo imaginary thing, but all of us that do play with this feel it. It's a very real experience. And now thanks to, you know, social media and the internet, you kind of get to see more videos and nuggets of what this kind of looks like when it's happening and it's hard to also believe with the conscious mind when you're looking at these people like you know on someone's body going like this and the body is just like shaking and convulsing and going into orgasmic states like i don't know people will either be absolutely fascinated like i have to learn that that is so cool or they'll just be like no people are just faking that or putting it on or there's something else going on there But then when it happens to you and you actually experience that, then you're like, oh, wow, like this is actually a thing. So I think it's really important that, you know, if we're curious that we actually go there and experience it for ourselves, because, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, something that you just have to experience to be able to fully believe it and to know it and. Yeah, there's there's work that we need to do to open the energy channels and to allow that kind of life force energy to move through us, uh, so that we can then move it through others or they can move it through us. That's where we do yogas and we work on where places that we might have blockages, and that's where we speak about chakras and how you can have like blockages in different chakras of the body. And you know, a lot of people um, will have blockages especially you know around their sexuality and so that's where like de-armoring and erotic massage and things like that can come in to help clear blockages there a lot of us have blockages around the diaphragm and there's you know energetic as well as physical things you can do for that and that's where like having breath that goes into the diaphragm Mm -hmm. and that you know as you inhale that you're expanding your rib cage and starting to really open up this space as well as you can um, de-armor by like you know kind of massaging and pressing in and releasing sound like yeah the diaphragms this you know big band of muscles uh, that's you know the central channel is going through so if this is really tight and contracted then the energy isn't going to be able to like move up to the heart so working with the diaphragm is also really important We also get a lot of blockages here and around the throat. And often this is because of, you know, even just simple things like posture that we kind of collapse to protect our heart. And then it creates blockages here. So there's also this need to do things where you're really like expanding and opening and sounding to get the vibration moving around here so that the energy can also move up. And, you know, things like dance and yoga and remedial massage and all kinds of things can help to free up the body from all these ways that like from our posture and from our closing and protecting and all these guarding mechanisms that we have in our body that, you know, lock down that energy to open it up, to free it up, to allow life force to move through us. And once there is an open channel, then it's easy to start playing around with that energy so i also have this course called uh, eros energy play now it was originally called energy sex but we started getting banned on a lot of um, platforms and got our account shut down on stripe and i was like probably having a thing called energy sex might not be helping us in the business department so i called it eros energy play now uh, where i yeah teach some techniques that i use yeah, Eros energy play. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it's a fairly short course where I'm just teaching the the main techniques that Tris and I use. We've played around with a lot of different things. And, you know, with energy play, there's kind of the two ways of doing it. There's either where you're both kind of active and moving energy together. So a lot of people in Neo Tantra workshops will learn like where you're breathing up the central channel doing this microcosmic orbit. And then from that, then you start to move it with your partner and you're both kind of breathing and moving energy at the same time. And that's one way where it's like, okay, my energy body's moving, your energy body's moving and now let's like move them together. And you kind of enter this like, it's called like a vortex or a whirlpool where you know, the, the energy's moving freely in you, it's freely in them. And then you're both kind of getting sucked into this flow of energy together. So that's like one technique that most people will often experiment with or learn. But I found actually my favorite is where we actually work with polarity. And most people know, you know, because I'm like super queer, I don't do polarity in the way of like, yeah, you got to be in your masculine and you got to be in your feminine and whatever. But polarity in the way like in kink, where you have one person that's more of the active person and one person that's the receptive and where There's a person doing the penetrating and a person receiving. And I find this is kind of, yeah, a very different flavor where you're not both like kind of active and swirling and building and going on this together. But where one person is really in this focused, present state and offering their energy and the other person is able to just totally let go and to surrender and just receive. And then the energy has a different way of moving when there is just this receptive vessel that this person that's in a surrendered open state and inviting and opening to energy and the other person is in this yeah, penetrative sending state where your focus is to give and to move and your full awareness is on the other person and you're intentionally sending that energy through your partner. And their job is just to receive it and to let go. And when you're in this kind of dynamic, then the energy, yeah, can flow in a very different way. And we also call this queer energy sex because there's a lot of ways that you can play around with sending the energy through an energy cock, uh, which could be, you know, in your pelvis or in your heart or wherever. But the, there's this sense that you're creating this like phallic device <laughs> in a way that's kind of coming out of your body and that your your body becomes extended and you can send through this this channel and direct it so you might want to you know really imagine that as a cop or some people like to just imagine it as like wands or something you know you can do the same through your hands that you're imagining that you're sending out the palm of your hands that there's just energy streaming like laser beams or you can have it from your heart but it's quite interesting, like it was a really powerful, very life-changing experience for me the first time that I really felt having an energy cock and that my, it's like my whole energy body changed because obviously being in a female body, I'm used to receiving penetration and that that the energy direction is coming up and into me. And then when I intentionally switched that energy down, it was like intentionally sending my energy through my pelvis out into my partner and I really felt this like lingam coming out and then I yeah it just felt as if I just swapped genders and suddenly as well like the way that I was kind of moving with my partner and the sounds I was making and things were much more like what male partners were like to me compared to my my usual state which is a little bit more flowy and typically kind of feminine way of moving my body so it was really interesting to see like oh wow okay I actually can reverse the energy and intentionally send it in another direction and so my concepts of gender and sexuality and stuff all started (laughs) kind of blowing up I'm like okay I thought that you know my energy body worked this way now it's doing something completely different and yeah so that was a very powerful experience to see what it's like to penetrate someone and to really feel my partner melting and opening and seeing him and his ec- ecstasy and his bliss and going into this like multi-orgasmic, very soft state and being able to be the one like holding that experience and feeling that power that comes with that this is what it feels like to be a guy like wow
0: this is so cool
1: (laughs) and and of course then it's super beautiful for a male partner to you know be having this receptive soft energy similar to when you know men first start exploring anal play and getting to be penetrated and to be in this very vulnerable open surrendered state and then then the multi-orgasmic sensual erotic experience that comes through being in that pillar so you know obviously you can like do energy sex in the heteronormative way of the male you know energetically penetrating the female and you know we do that as well but it's really interesting to swap genders and to explore like what it's actually like to you know be on the giving side or the receiving side if that's not what you're used to so i Really love teaching this at workshops and things like that. It's also great, safer sex. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, because I love that through this, you start seeing that you can have your needs met around sex and intimacy and having this experience of merging and needing another body in an intimate union. And you don't actually even need to take your clothes off. You can have that soul expanding, nourishing, like you know really being deeply met feeling someone in you you know not just that you're with someone but that they're in you and you're in them and feeling this beautiful intimate experience and taking your clothes off ejaculation all these other parts of sex aren't actually even needed or necessary for that experience to happen and you know that's a really powerful thing And you can do energy sex with erotic energy you can also do it with just like heart or caring loving healing energy so when i do this in workshops and retreats and things for example i give a variety of options where you can do erotic and you can do with energetic genitalia or you can penetrate from your heart to someone else's heart, or you can do third eye penetration, which is super interesting. Some people that have really gone into like one person receiving through their third eye and the other person sending, then they have like very profound kind of mind reading, tele- telepathic kind of experiences. So there's, you know, these different energy centers in our body, which you know have very different effects that we can bring in as well. So... You know, and all this comes from how open it is. And yeah, there's that intentionality of what you want to send and the the presence in which you send it with. And also, you know, it's not just a one-way thing. Like you could be really master at sending energy, but if the person's completely unreceptive and blocked in their body, then probably not much is going to happen. You'd have to be really like guru-level crazy master to be able to, really get through to someone that is resistant to receiving that energy so you know it's really a two-way street and a dance between this uh how how deeply you send and how ready the person is to receive that energy and yeah you can you know i just i love with energy sex as well just really feeling into like the gratitude and love and appreciation that you have for this person that you're getting intimate with and how can I like send that to them how can I feel that quality all the way in my being and then send it to them as a transmission and I even did this before with like a peace gasm where uh, my partner had given me this beautiful like watsu rope experience and I was just like clearly blissed out and I was saying oh my god I'm like Having a, a, I call it peace gasm. <laughs> I called it. was just so peaceful and beautiful and relaxing. And I was just like a puddle. And then afterwards, we're laying in the the pool and uh, his toe was near me. And I was like, oh, I want to give him a taste of this. So I just hold his toe and I just feel into this peace gasm and just imagine that I'm sending it from his toe through his body. And then he suddenly had this peace gasm as well. It was like, oh, my God, what just happened? I was like, oh, well, I just really wanted to give you a little taste of what you get, just gave me. And I didn't know if it was even going to work. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to experiment with this through this toe. But it was really surprising because I think it was just that strong in my body, this experience, that it was quite easy to transmit it and because he was also very open. Um, so there's really interesting things that you can do with sending specific qualities and experiences that you're having. And you know, then when you meet in that, then you get to really connect beyond words to the experience of your partner which is super beautiful because it's hard sometimes to really share like what it is that you're feeling because we have certain words that we can use but they often don't really describe what it is that we're uh, experiencing so when we can connect to another body and send a transmission of that then often we start to see that we can Like have a language beyond words to communicate with. All right. So that's my little spiel for the day. And yeah, I mean, obviously I'm really passionate about this subject. It's really powerful and there's so many techniques out there. And also there's just a lot of ways that you can experiment and explore. So, you know, I've done a lot of explorations in the kink world of like how energy flows during like kink scenes and with pain and things like that as well as with bliss and peace and. So a lot of this stuff is very intuitive so obviously there's techniques that you can learn and some techniques might work for you and not for others like there's some techniques I've learned from teachers where some people really find it works and for me I just get a little bit too confused and it feels false and I get in my head and I don't really like the technique so you know my my work as a teacher is to try to translate some of the more spontaneous experiences that I've had with my partners and ways that things have just happened like the, that that peace chasm just spontaneously and be like okay what happened there and how do I try to explain that and uh that's also why in the eros energy play one i kind of say like you know you start with the technique and you start with the breath but then you want to just let go of it and just let the energy guide you and let it be a bit more intuitive and spontaneous because yeah we don't always know you know what, what wants to happen and you know sometimes we'll get into a energy play session we'll think like oh i'm going to be in this role and you're going to be in that role but then the energy just wants to move totally differently so there's yeah an element of technique and an element of you know surrendering and letting the the energy guide you and how it wants to move in this particular way with this particular dynamic so a lot of it is just a intuitive instinct within us
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode i hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring you can connect with me on instagram youtube facebook and through my website centralartistry.com and centralarts.school where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch hope to see you again soon